Africa Business Radio, your one-stop resource platform for all things business news, economy, leadership, productivity, investment, and more. ABR, towards a profitable Africa. Go placidly amid the noise and haste. And remember what peace there may be in silence. As far as possible without surrender, be on good terms with all persons. Speak your truth quietly and clearly and listen to others, even the dull and ignorant. They too have their story. Avoid loud and aggressive persons. They are vexations to the spirit. If you compare yourself with others, you may become vain and bitter, for always there will be greater and lesser persons than yourself. Enjoy your achievements as well as your plans. Keep interested in your own career. However humble, it is a real possession of the changing fortunes of time. Exercise caution in your business affairs, for the world is full of trickery. But let this not blind you to what virtue there is. Many persons strive for high ideals, and everywhere life is full of heroism. Be yourself. Especially do not feign affection. Neither be cynical about love. For in the face of all aridity and disenchantment, it is as perennial as the grass. Take kindly the counsel of the years, gracefully surrendering the things of youth. Nurture strength of spirit to shield you in sudden misfortune. But do not distress yourself with imaginings. Many fears are born of fatigue and loneliness. Beyond a wholesome discipline, be gentle with yourself. You are a child, you are a child of the universe. No less than the trees and the stars. You have a right to be here. And whether or not it is clear to you, no doubt the universe is unfolding as it should. Therefore, be at peace with God, whatever you conceive Him to be, and whatever your labors and aspirations in the noisy confusion of life, keep peace with your soul, with all its sham, drudgery, and broken dreams. It is still a beautiful world. Be careful. Strive to be happy. Very good morning indeed, you're a child of the universe. This is Brands of Africa. As usual, it's just after 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning and you are on Africa Business Radio. My name is Fred Arthur Fish. Comparative marketing is what we're discussing today. I'm very excited about this topic because we're going to be looking at brands that have gone head-to-head with each other's marketing campaigns, notable brands, BMW versus um, OD, one of the biggest marketing campaigns of our time. And of course, I'm not alone. I'm with the gorgeous, gorgeous African diva. Uh, <laughs> African diva because I'm, I'm, I'm wearing my African crown today. She's wearing her African crown today with her, with her natural hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
You know, uh, I think BMW actually um, fights with a lot of uh, brands because there's another one that we're going to be unpacking, mm, which is mm. Mercedes-Benz. But that is also on later on the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. And it is a beautiful Saturday morning. Remember to also get in touch with us on our various social media platforms, which is Brands of Africa. Hashtag Brands of Africa. And then we're Africa Biz Radio. Uh, my name is Mpoma Yisa and Fred Arthur is Fred Arthur One. Correct, yes. And later on the show, we're going to be on your brand, your brand segment. We're going to be talking to Simpiwe Zondi. I'm told uh, Simpiwe Zondi is a cake whisperer. What a, <laughs> he, he calls himself the cake whisperer. I must tell you, his cakes are absolutely divine. Simpiwe, can you just bring the cakes to studio In so fact, we can we, actually advocate for a brand? No, definitely. We, I, I, needed, I wanted to say that we're going to ask him for a sample one of these days to bring to the studio so we can actually have a taste of those cakes. Mm, so we are going to be giving uh, him a three-minute um, segment to brand his brand and uh, tell us more about his brand. And so don't forget, we have the brand bulletin as well as the brand of the week coming up. So yeah, stay with us. making meaningful contributions to the accounting profession and your career. I'm Aston White, professional accountant SA. Cyper articles really molded me as an accountant. They've given me a clear picture of what it means to work in a South African finance context and boosted my confidence. If you're young and searching for your ideal career path, Cyper can definitely help. Cyper, your partner in wealth. This is Africa Business Radio, your number one online digital business radio station in Africa. Tune into ABR on www.africabusinessradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at Africa Biz Radio and on Facebook, Africa Business Radio. We'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, and views, and you can do so by sending us an email on info at africabusinessradio.com. Africa Business Radio. Towards a profitable Africa. As mentioned before we went to the break, that today we're talking about comparative advertising. Remember to get in touch with us on the very social media and give us your feedback on the show. I must say I'm very excited about today's show because I think this is one space that marketers are not exploring often. Um, and it's one area that I think brings out the boldness and, and really supports creativity in terms of brands going head to head and pull. Um, and I think it's, it's our opportunity. <laughs> it's our opportunity to actually look at some of the greatest brands that have gone head to head. But before we do that, I think it's quite important for us to unpack what exactly is comparative marketing mm -hmm. and what guidelines are there for brands um, to use when they embark on the comparative marketing journey. And if it's worth it or not. And if it's worth it or not. But, you know, theoretically, comparative marketing or comparative advertising is referred as a comparison of advertising or competitive advertising. It is a common form, form of marketing that involves making comparisons between two brands, literally doing exactly that. Comparison when one brand and the other and packing the, um, the benefits of each and the features and that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So um, it may directly compare two or more brands or products um, or it may do so indirectly. There was a beautiful article that I saw um, written by Investopedia, which goes on to say that a marketing strategy in which a company shows how its product or service is superior to that of its competitors by comparing the benefits and costs within the advertising itself. A comparative advertising campaign may involve printing a side-by-side -side comparison of a product, of um, the features of a product uh, next to those of its competitor. It's a great article because it literally unpacks mm. in layman's terms what, you know, comparative advertising is about. And I think um, often brands are afraid to do that because, you know, it may expose the inefficiencies of that brand. Mm. And that's why I think in recent years we, we hardly ever see brands actually saying... I, as Mpomaisa, am better than Fred Arthur Fish because, you know, I have this, I have great African hair, you know, you know but what I mean? But you know, according, <laughs> which is what I'm going to be unpacking later, the, the lawful side of it, of um, actually embarking on a, a, 
um, a directive, a direct uh, competitive <laughs> competition mm. uh, in terms of advertising. I think um, you are not even. I'll also unpack, you yeah. know, the, mm-hmm. the standards that you should follow according to uh, advertising standards of um, of, the, of South Africa. Mm. You, um, I've just lost my train of thought. But what I what I want to say is that you can't go around saying as a brand you're better than this other brand because it, it makes you look like you're uncreative about mm. um, strategizing your brand. I feel mm. and. Um, being cheeky in in, in in these days in in these you know viral and digital mm. uh, platforms, you need to be funny about it. Take mm. for instance but, those but, Nando's but ads. They're <laughs> always so funny. And they're always you know they're not so um in your face, in your sort face. of directly. But 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 you see, my thing is why not? Why can't you go and actually say I'm better than this brand? Because I feel like it's competition. That is what competition is about. Um, the whole point of having um, sort of brands in the same category is because pe- someone saw that this brand is doing this, but I think I can do it better, mm. you know, and provide a service that's better than this brand. And so why not come out and say, I'm better, and this is why, and actually expose your competitors' inefficiencies? For me, I think, and you're right, perhaps it needs a lot more of um, um, creativity to support it mm-hmm. because. Obviously, you can't just say you are. You need to show us how. Mm-hmm. And you can't be blatant. Be blatant, but, you know, be creative. I think it's the beauty of advertising and marketing in, in a sense that the creatives come up with ideas that are going to be entertaining, that are going to be engaging um, for us as, as consumers to think, oh, wow. In fact, you know, because really you're not buying the brand. you brought, you Well, you are buying the brand, but you're buying the journey, the story behind that and how it's told. I you see. I, I see you. You're talking about the positive side of the story. <laughs> I can tell you that somewhere, somewhere out there in the mm. world, in Africa, somewhere around the world, is probably you know having a bad experience about a certain brand. No, so if you're going to go out there and say, um, "We as Mercedes Benz are better than BMW," mm. trust me, there is. You're opening a can of worms. There is someone well, out there who's going to uh, directly, mm. you know, and di- directly. Um, what say something bad about your brand that they've they've experienced it and no, are you ready well, for that kind look, of i think i think obviously you need to have statements that you can substantiate and you can back up i always say back up your story can you back it up or you can't just provide lip service you need to say i mean when you look at their their various um their various taglines for instance um mercedes-benz is uh, the best or nothing already you're claiming that you're the best and BMW says sheer driving pleasure. You know, already those statements are bold and they're claiming things that someone can say, actually, no, you know. So already it's there. I think having a conversation about it just puts you out there. And, and that's, it's like they say, I mean, I don't believe in this, in the statement, but it's like in the entertainment industry where they say, no bad publicity is, is bad publicity. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what you do with it. Right, mm. and so I think I think it's an opportunity to do that. But anyway, let's not get lost in in our conversation. <laughs> so, obviously, there are two forms of comparative advertising. There is indirect comparative advertising, and there's direct comparative advertising. And indirect comp- um, comparative advertising, it just makes comparison between one brand or product um, and other. Well, or brand and other products without specifically naming them. For example. I mean, we've seen the, especially, especially the washing powder adverts or the detergents. They will always say, this, this one has stains and, and, and this powder, my powder, my washing detergent clean, clean the stains so much faster than this unnamed, mm. um, washing powder. Like an ordinary, is it like, like an use? ordinary? <laughs> I mean, my God, if I, you know, it's like the aerial adverts that come up on t- TV every two seconds. I know. Advertising aerial. Goodness me, I mean, we get it. Um, there's Omo, there's Surf, there's all the other brands, and they don't say, you know, Ariel is better than Omo, or Omo is better than, than Ariel. It's all, that is a form of indirect um, comparative advertising, but essentially it performs the same function mm-hmm. without going blatant and saying, you know, I'm better than, than this one. Um, but as I said, fabric softeners and detergents love using that, that sort of um, advertising. And then direct comparative advertising is the one I love the most. 
And I think maybe because if you know me, you know that I'm a very bold person. I say what I say. I say what I think. It is what it <laughs> oh, is. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> mm, and that's why. embarrass me first. Oh, shut up. And that's why I'm more inclined to, to lean to the direct um, comparative advertising. Mm. Um, essentially, um, in this form of advertising, commercials will specify a competing brand or product by name and allege that um the you know that their brand or product is being promoted is in some way superior mm. this most frequently occurs when an industry is dominated by two primary competitors um you know for example um in commercials directly alleging that pepsi is superior than coke or that apple computers are better than computers running um through microsoft system uh software so one famous direct comparison campaign was when back in the days before our time, mm-hmm. when Avis admitted that it was number two in car rental companies to heads at number one. But the Avis ads claimed we try harder. And for me, that's smart. And you know what? Avis owned the mm-hmm. fact that they're number two. Because at the end of the day, we know that, you know, heads had the biggest market share. They were doing well in the in the in in terms of you know rental rentals to to consumers. They knew that they were number two, and they say we know that we're number two and we own it, mm. and we're coming for the number one space. And then Avis came, um, heads came back and said we we, we try harder. We will <laughs> keep the number one spot. So for me, it 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 is that exciting, um, you know, when brands go head to head because they're trying to attract consumers mm. with their smartness. They're trying to own their positions in the market. And I don't see anything wrong with that. And Yeah, you're right. I also don't see anything wrong. But you know what I think? Um, these things are often uh, determined by locations. So if you say you're going to be, num- you are, well, in number one spot, Hertz. Mm. Uh, I mean, Hertz is not that big in South Africa. Mm. So anything and everything and and any dominant brand has to do with location. Like you would at, I don't know, um, I'm just, you know, thinking at the top of my head here that Pepsi is not that dominant in in South Africa Mm. or Africa for that matter, but someone in Canada or in America thinks Pepsi is the, you know, best thing since Mm. Coke or whatever. Mm. But I think most of these competitive brands would have much uh, more of sort of like a weight um, mm. Or like they they would make a big hoo ha and talk so much about themselves where they predominantly based on, are based mm. based on locations. Yeah. So I think um, it's good to make a lot of noise about what kind of a brand you are and what good of a brand you are. Mm. But if if that specific location doesn't recognize you, then what good does it make? But but then again, you can also suggest that um, perhaps that is why we need to go on that route because we know that Pepsi is not big in South Africa, but. Perhaps if they highlighted the 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 features, because let's just take a minute and real and 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 look back at Coke. Coke is a long-standing brand in, say, in Africa, for instance. It is one of the most consumed refreshment drink mm-hmm. beverage in the world, um, and simply because of the brand that they have created, and they sell um, they sell an experience, right? Um, but if if Pepsi then said, right, okay, Coke is great, and Coke is one of the long-standing brands of our time. But wait a minute, we have better features than Coke. This is what we have. This is, and also, as I said, if they can back it up, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, Pepsi has come up and, dis- and died a few times. But, <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is, it's an opportunity for them to use that to their advantage, mm-hmm. right? Why not? Um, but, but obviously, I agree with you. And so there was an article that was written um, that I saw online, the media online in 2013, which was headlined demystifying advertising, demystifying advertising law. And it, it was basically looking at um, disparaging adverts comprised of a form of comparative advertising. And um, comparative advertising in South Africa is permitted. We know that it's permitted in, the, in South Africa, mm-hmm. p- provided that the advertising standards, um, comp- the advertising complies with the res- restrictive c- criteria set out in the Code of Advertising Practice. Mm-hmm. The overriding premise is that the comparisons made must remain factual, as I was just saying, mm-hmm. and an advertiser must promote their goods or services on their own merits and, and not on the demerits of another's goods or services. So it has to be factual, it can't be fabricated, and it has to comply with the advertising codes. Remember, every country has advertising codes just like any other profession. Mm-hmm. There are guidelines, there are codes which Paul will take us you know, through uh, in a little bit more, but 
every country or every continent um, has advertising guidelines where you're given parameters of what advertising is supposed to do mm -hmm. to protect the consumer, to protect um, the advertiser, because it's imperative that you understand um, how to promote your goods. You can't be making up stories and me or I as a consumer, when I get to use your product, it doesn't live up to the stand the, the claims that you're making. I remember, you know? remember we... On, on our brand of uh, the week the other mm. time what's this um palm olive mm -hmm. what was yes, remember yeah aquafresh um who's this so colgate mm. called out aquafresh in their false advertising saying that um the sugar-free i don't know what something about the yes. sugar in uh, the adverts and I, I would you know most likely cement the fact that what palm olive was right in crashing uh, Aquafresh in that manner because they had actually proved that the sugar doesn't doesn't I don't know something about the sugar but they were factual. This is what yes. you're saying mm. that you need to provide facts and be consistent in saying that the reason why you're going head to head and you know diminishing this type of advertising that is false that is deemed to be false advertising mm. Mm. is that you know that as a competitor you you're crushing the other brand mm. based on facts. And the fact that it doesn't provide what it says it provides. Mm, and yeah. that is, you know, um, that is not being fair to no, the consumers. That's mm. where your consumer rights come, come into place. And, and I think also it's imperative to remember that this, the various bodies that protect consumers and and as consumers, I think we often don't know that if you feel that an advert is not living, or an advert is misleading, it's mm -hmm. misguiding, there are bodies in each country that allows you to go and raise a complaint and say... You know, this advert claims this, but when I got to use the product, it didn't live to that expectation. Um, we have the 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 Consumer Protection Act. Mm -hmm. um, we have the what is it? Even for even for radio, for instance, we have the BCCSA in South Africa, um, and so the Advertising Standards Authority of South Africa, Section Two, gives clear guidelines to comparative advertising. And they can be found on their website. As a consumer, if you're interested, you can visit their website on www.asasa.org.za um, slash, you know, and codes of advertising, code of practice, section two for general reading up on that. Um, and if you look up across the borders in our continent in Senegal, you'd be very surprised to understand that comparative advertising is forbidden. Wow. For instance, in 2013, a network provider called Expresso, so, you know, sort of a, an MTN of the country, um, which is literally uh, number third largest mobile network in, in, in Senegal, wanted to throw punches at their competitors, um, which is Orange, a company called Orange Antigo. And they took to Facebook and they used an image of Angry Birds. Everybody knows Angry Birds. I mean, you've played the game. Mm. Um, and so <laughs> what Espresso did was, because they're number three largest um, mobile operator in the country, they wanted to throw punches at Orange Antigo. And they created this image. Which were before uh, number one and number two. Number one and number two, respectively. Oh, wow. And they created an image where Espresso is chasing the two. And the images was captioned, Yes, they should be worried. We're coming <laughs> for them. I think that was such brilliant advertising. Um, and I'm going to just show this to our, to our Facebook live video where it's a beautiful image. And you will see that at the back, it is Expresso in blue. Mm -hmm. And that number two is, is Tigo and number one is orange. And the caption just said, yes. They should be worried. We're coming for them. And again, they're claiming that, yeah, we know that we're number three, mm. but our spot, our plan, our goal is number one. Mm. And we're going to chase you guys for it. I think for me, that is brilliant advertising uh, creativity because... Because comparative advertising in that country is not allowed, they found a way, a loophole around the guidelines to say, look, we're not bashing anybody. And it's like the heads and, and Avis example back in the day where they're mm. saying, we're number two. But listen here, we're coming for you because we want to be number one. And I thought and that so was, since it was banned in Senegal, mm. was, it, uh, was this uh, comparative advertising deemed as illegal? No. Did you ever find out no, about that? It, it wasn't deemed illegal because they didn't exactly say we're better than you. Oh, they okay. said we're number three, but wow. we're coming for you because we want to be number one. Mm. Um, and so when we look at other countries in Nigeria, I also picked up an article, in fact, that I found quite interesting as well. And um, it says that 
Although there's no specific legislation that governs comparative advertising in Nigeria, some legislation has over the years been interpreted as indicating that the use of companies' registered trademark in comparative advertising could constitute trademark infringement in Nigeria. And so what it's, what it's, what it's basically saying is that, um, is that it's not allowed to do comparative advertising in Nigeria. Right, mm. but you have to be smart because you could be found to be infringing on the trademark of the country. And so, for example, the Nigerian Communications Commission guidelines on advertisement and promotions provides that advertisements must not unfairly discredit, disparage, or attack other products, mm-hmm. services, advertisements, or companies, or exaggerate the nature of importance of competitive differences. Um, companies and individuals are also not allowed to imitate the slogans or illustrations of another advertiser in such a manner as to mislead the consumer, mm. which is basically what we've been saying. But it's very interesting to see the different landscapes on the country, in the in, on the continent. That in some countries it's permitted, in, in some, some countries it's not. not. And maybe perhaps in some countries, advertising is far advanced um, in a sense of the audience and consumers that they communicate with, and so it's easy for us to use comparative advertising. Um, or, or you could just perhaps the scale of um, of uh, competitive brands in mm. that country are quite small, and there's no really space for competition. Mm. Maybe, and if you if you tarnish a certain brand to such an ex- to a certain extent, yeah. then you're doing a you know a long term damage on. Whereas in South Africa, you find there's so many fast food companies mm. that are selling chicken, mm. and if if they go head to head, it's just like a funny thing that goes on viral for us. Because I mean, living in South Africa is very nice <laughs> in these days. So it's it's not like um, when KFC, uh, you know, said we are streetwise too. Mm. We were going to stop eating streetwise too. I it's know, just like a funny side of it. <laughs> but I feel like maybe in, it's it's allowed in in, in South Africa and mm. not in other parts of Africa because of um, the competitive space. And how you know brands are performing in those particular countries, but yeah, that's a story for another day. Mm-hmm. Are you going mm-hmm. to be taking a break now, or what? Are you yeah. done with? Yeah, let's take a break, and when we come back, and Paul will be taking us through some of the greatest um, stories or, or or brands that have gone head to head. And um, remember to stay in touch with us on social media. We are on Twitter. Uh, hashtag Brands of Africa on Instagram and Facebook. We are Biz- Africa Business Radio. My name is Fred Arthur Fish and I'm with Mpomaisa. This is Brands of Africa. Stay tuned. Mashumi are hard-working women, pioneers who cradle the future of the African continent on their backs, shoulders, and hips. We invite all the Bashumi across the continent. Join us every Wednesday, 7 p.m. Central African time to discuss business skills for women who want to start their own businesses. Also, every Saturday, 7 p.m. Central African time to discuss law and your rights to inheritance. Our objective is to give socio-economic emancipation to all women across the African continent. The Bashumi Show. Discover your purpose and follow your path. Africa Business towards a profitable Africa.
Ah, yes, show us the light to do everything that's right. That is Judy Mowat, the amazing, amazing Jamaican reggae artist, as well as a solo artist from uh, 1974. She was uh, also a member of the one, the I3, I think, trio of backing vocalists for Bob Miley and the Wailers. Can you imagine? She's had an, a long-standing career um, for a very long time, and I think she was born in 1952. Mm. A legend of nerd. Wow. But before we went to the break, of course, we were talking about comparative advertising, and then we looked at some of the guidelines in the various countries, and the fact that in Senegal it's not permitted, as well as in Nigeria there isn't a proper government structure in place to regulate comparative advertising and in South Africa we know that we've got the Advertising Standard Authority that is the governing body that has guidelines for marketers and advertisers to um, manage their comparative advertising or all the advertising campaigns and now um, Paul will be taking us through some of the greatest um, marketing or the greatest brand uh, comparative Advertisers. She's busy saying to me, shut up. I mean, what is wrong with you? Why do you, t- why do you tell people what I do to you offline? <laughs> Thank you so much for, for taking us through that. And, you know, um, swiftly transitioning into the advertising authority, mm. I'm going to be um, talking about unpacking and demystifying advertising law. You know, I'm the serious type in this sort of business. Oh, please. <laughs> Adverts must not contain content that attacks or discredits or dis. Uh, parages other uh, goods, services, advertisers, or advertisements. Adverts must therefore not target, whether directly or indirectly, a competitor by making uh, disparaging or adverse uh, remarks or suggestions about the competitor, their brand, products, or services. This is quite interesting that this is what demystifies the advertising law in South Africa. Mm. And it's something different across the continent, like you've mentioned in Senegal. Now, uh, dis- disparaging adverts comprises a form of uh, competitive or comparative advertising. Comparative advertising is permitted in South Africa provided that the advertising complies with the restrictive criteria set out in the Code of Advertising Practice, which is now overriding premises that the 
comparisons made must remain factual and an advertiser must promote their goods or services on their own merits and not on the demerits of another goods or services, mm. which is now the most uh, you know exciting part that I'm going to be taking. It's <laughs> <laughs> through uh, quite a various of examples and events that happened in the past regarding brands going head to head in advertising and embarking on that journey of you know making themselves known to be bre- better than the other brand, uh, which is the first one we have Coke and Pepsi, which was also spoken about. Cops. Uh, pe- Coca-Cola and Pepsi have been uh, snipping at each other since in the 1970s. We're in 2017 and they're still at each other. And they're still at each other's throats. I, I mean, hello. <laughs> no, they're adapted from the... This is adapted from the Wikipedia. The external f- uh, feud between Coke and Pepsi have raged for decades. But the most widely known marketing uh, skirmish between the two was the Pepsi Challenge in 1975. Sorry, this is like, what, 40 years old now. <laughs> Pepsi paraded, which is actually... You you know how it, it just show how you know that the brand the both brands mm. have evolved since tw- since since 1975 and we actually must look at how they've evolved in advertising themselves Definitely. as opposed to comparing themselves and going head to head with each other and also i know perhaps also went head to head with starbucks you know it doesn't have to be what i like about this whole thing is that it doesn't have to be a, 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 a direct competitor in a sense that Starbucks is a coffee, mm, you know, a, mm. a beverage company, and Pepsi is a soft drink beverage company that they needed to go head to head. But um, this Pepsi paraded uh, around around its triumph in the taste test for years, eventually prompting Coca-Cola's horrific new Coke debacle in 1986. Since then, they've taken the fight into outer space, fought over loyalty programs, and raged over social media. Um, I'm also going to be talking about Hindu and uh, Hindu and versus uh, versus times of India. Mm. This is quite interesting. Do you want to say something? Well, the thing is, it's interesting because those are print publications mm-hmm. that we're going head to head about. It's like, think about it in this way. It's like, um, gee, you know, two newspapers that are competitors saying that they're better than each other. Um, and saying, but I mean, in this instance, I'm actually quite excited to, to, to actually, you know, read more about this one because it's about two mainstream publications saying, I report better news than you do. Mm. And I've got more readers than you do. Mm-hmm. You know, and for me, how they do it as well is quite, quite exciting. Yeah. And here, uh, the ad war between print media giants, Hindu mm. and Times of India, was a little contrary to the routine frenzy of ad wars. And usually this war was... Uh, for readership proved to be more educational for the readership that rather being an entertainment skit, which is something you would imagine mm. would not be something that uh, people would go, brands would go, um, would go head to head with because we all know in media there's soft and hard news. Mm. You can't compare the two. If 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 a newspaper or a print uh, publication is mainly for entertainment news, that's what mm. it must be. It can't mm. strive to educate and entertain. But if it's for hard news and it's something that needs, uh, it's a publication that's very serious in that yeah. sense, then it needs to stick to that. So I don't understand how they could have just went head to head. I think they were just trying to, you know, make they themselves were. relevant. Um, <laughs> so while the Times of India, sorry, launched its wake up campaign, provoking the readers mainly targeted at uh, Chennai readers to shift from the newspaper that puts them to sleep with this boring and dreaming news, <laughs> indirectly pointing out at the Hindu, Hindu head back, with the tagline, stay ahead of the times, telling the readers to move out of the Bollywood and page three gossips and take up the news that is relevant to current affairs of the country and the world. But I mean, how exciting is that? Mm. Um, and, and I think, again, it's how smart marketing can be in that <laughs> they actually <laughs> took jabs at each other. I mean, just to say that for 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 Hindu or for Times Media or Times of India to come up and say... Um, you know what did what did they say? Stay ahead. What what did they say? Stay Wake ahead. up campaign provoking yeah. the readers, mainly targeted Chennai to shift from the newspaper that puts them to sleep with its boring and dreary news, and then for this one to come back and say actually stay ahead of the times. Mm. I mean, and they're using each other's names in such smart way. It's exciting because I think it's smart. It's cheeky. It's fun, um, and it's literally. 
imagine as a consumer when you read this or see the advert, you're thinking, what in the world is the rivalry? Mm. People love drama. Yeah, and we have another one for for Kingfisher Airlines mm. versus Jet Airways. Jet Airways, one of the leading airways in India, announced to their customers that they have changed. Kingfisher Airlines whipped them by saying, "We made them change." So these Imagine. are billboards. We, these I are mean. billboards <laughs> <laughs> saying that we made them change. So I, this is quite hard hitting. It, it's fantastic. Another one is Diet Coke versus Starbucks, which I spoke about earlier mm. in. In New York City, uh, there are countless surfaces available for slapping your ads into. So far, it's slam on Starbucks. The folks at Diet Coke picked the perfect spot on the same building as Starbucks. So it says here, so so this is an... Uh, a a, 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 no, this is a Starbucks coffee shop. Mm. So right next to it... Imagine. I mean, how cheek is Coke? <laughs> I mean, then, you have to see this. Then right next to it, it, it says, who has time to stand in line for a latte? This is by Coke Diet right next to the coffee shop, right? the Starbucks coffee shop. <laughs> that is very cheeky, Coke Diet. I mean, who has time to stand in line for... I mean, really? <laughs> Coke is amazing. I think this is exciting. I mm. love this. And then we've got the legendary. It's been going... It's been going viral. Uh, I think it just recently leaked about mm. a week or a few weeks ago. I but I've seen it <laughs> quite a lot on Facebook. And people were saying on, on Twitter, Nando's is very savage. Nando's is... It, it, like Nando's never sees... They never cease to amaze no, They no. are always so cheeky. And they're always on time. And they're so quick in, resp- in, in, in doing these, you know, memes mm. about what's happening around South Africa. But uh, it's Nando's uh, versus KFC where they are putting up a billboard that says we are streetwise too. Mm. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because this speaks to um, the, what we're describing as mm. indirect and direct. Mm-hmm. Funny enough is that this Nando's, Nando's advert or billboard rather is actually an indirect comparison mm. because they didn't say KFC. Mm-hmm. They didn't say anything. But we all know that it is a jab against KFC because they said we're streetwise too. Now you know that um, KFC is the most famous for its streetwise two chicken, um, two pieces of chicken. Mm. And now Nando's has come out and said, actually, we're streetwise too. <laughs> I mean, how amazing. How amazing that actually they're putting, they didn't even make a, a, a TV ad out no, of it. No, not at all. It was, a, it was such a nice comparison jab at KFC because it means when they're streetwise, a billboard is on the street. Exactly. The streetwise, but streetwise <laughs> too involved. And like, okay, no, this is fun. Now, mm. what's been a long-time rivalry brand against each other was Audi and BMW. Hold on, hold what? on. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> MC wants us to talk about that. So, Nando's also did a um a billboard or an advert saying. Chesanyama for who? <laughs> <laughs> Nando, see, uh-uh. I'm sorry, but Nando's is full of, of nonsense. Mm. They're amazing. They're amazing. <laughs> so this is uh, a long-time rivalry brand against uh, which BMW went head-to-head against Audi. Now, this is an old one, and there's a new one. I know. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, an Audi that... W- fell under the ditch. I think it had an accident yes. and then it fell in the ditch. And then this is what and then it says this is what happens if you own a quadro. This was now about no, this is a BMW that fell in the ditch and and, and, and now Audi um has a billboard that's saying this is what happens when you drive a quadro. And then no, then, so so it's BM what is this? So So BMW are, fell on the ditch. Yes. And then and Odie's passing by, right? I mean, how genius is this? And then Odie comes out and says, this is what happens if you don't have Quattro. Because Quattro is that functionality that helps the car get itself out of the, out of <laughs> mud or ditch, right? Yeah. And, then, and then Audi comes back. BMW uh, BM, comes B- back. BMW comes back. This is what happens when you don't when, when you, you have, have when you do have quattro. And this is an Audi that has that has been you know that has fallen and has crashed and whatever. <laughs> and then BMW says. This is what happens with. I mean, <laughs> I think BMW and 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 OD is is probably what one of my favorites because it's like these two ginormous brands mm. who have gone head to head with features that they have. Yeah. Um, 
And for years, they've been doing this. Now, BMW and Audi are two of the leading German car manufacturers in the world. They have known to their rivalry in technology and ads. Mm. However, the rivalry has escalated to a new level. It all started <laughs> with a billboard in Los Angeles. Now, this is a picture of an Audi saying, Chess, no thanks, I'd rather be driving. Mm-hmm. And so uh, BMW, and then it says, and then now a few days later, Audi replaced the billboard with a new billboard, which challenged BMW. They started this, hey? Mm, they did. And then it says, you move BMW as mm. expected BMW did did that by responding and buying a billboard just across the street that says checkmate right then Audi turned to his Facebook f- uh, fans and, and fans came up with some clever photoshopped replies saying um Think again with the now uh, Audi R8. BMW fans also responded with the photoshopped reply. One submission is uh, here that was uh, your pawn pawn is no match for a king. What is this Audi now? So now this is an R8. So So it's, it's it's a balloon of a Formula One BMW car. And BMW is basically saying, well, the caption says, game over Mm -hmm. because now they've brought out their fastest car in the world Mm -hmm. which is a racing car against the r8 and they're saying game over (laughs) and then uh and then now audi also responds and saying time to check your luxury badge it may have expired what kind of what kind what this is this is a new r8 i think i'm not sure but what i but what what's nice about this campaign is that so audi took it to facebook Mm -hmm. and now involved they're, yeah. they're like um, Facebook fans. fans. Yeah. I mean, how smart is that? The conversation moved from the two brands on their own to their followers. Mm. Now people are getting involved, photoshopping the brands and photoshopping the billboards. I think that's fantastic. That was it the was. smartest of, you know, ever of comparative advertising to take on to get the consumers involved. I think that's amazing. It was amazing. And the last one I have is your two mobile uh, giants, um, technology giants, which is iPad versus Samsung Galaxy Mm. Tab 10.1. Back in mid-2011, Samsung Germany released an ad to promote their latest uh, tablet, the Samsung Galaxy Tab. In the ad, a caption that said, see flash run with, was directed to the Galaxy Tab user and then the caption quickly changed to or not <laughs> while showing a lady using an Apple an Apple's iPad. The video ad then showed the lady going into a shop to purchase a Galaxy Tab. A few months later, Apple striked back. Apple took Samsung to a German court because the Galaxy Tab violated Apple's uh, minimalist design patent. The German court agreed upon the Apple's request to ban the sales of Galaxy 10.1 in Germany. The list goes on, you know, Mm. we've got Microsoft and Chrome, you've got Xbox and PlayStation 4, we've got Mercedes again versus Jaguar. But but I'm sorry, how coward-like was Apple to go to court? Mm. Could they not just finish this in the ring? They had to go play (laughs) dirty because why couldn't they come back with a nice advert, Mm. you know, to say that, right. I mean, Samsung was beating them at the game, obviously. And they just had to take it to the courts because they were feeling defeated. I mean, how silly are they? Yeah, and that wraps up uh, what (laughs) brands have come. uh, I wish we could talk about this the whole day because there's so many brands. There's Nike versus Adidas, Aquafresh versus Colgate. Mm. There's so many things. Um, we'll try and put them on so you guys can also talk about it with the yeah. Danone versus Clover. And we had, you know, uh, Coke and Pepsi all also keeps on pep, um, popping up. Mm. Ferrari versus Mercedes. Oh, uh, no, I wouldn't even really <laughs> actually, uh, you know, um, compare the two. But I mean, they're luxury brands and in their yeah. own rights and they've earned a spot in this industry. So, We'll be right back, and after the break, we'll be talking to Simpiwe Zondi with her cake whispering uh, business. And yeah, thank you so much. Get in touch with us. Let us know. Stay with us. The South African Institute of Professional Accountants, making meaningful contributions to the accounting profession and your career. I'm Yaish Yassin, Senior Accountancy Lecturer at Wits University and a CIPA board member. CIPA's affiliation to global industry bodies, like the International Federation of Accountants, means that I have global recognition for my professional designation and I'm always prepared with the latest industry information. Cyper, your trusted business advisor. The prosperity of your venture into Africa is our goal. 
We are committed to the success of every business in Africa. ABR, towards a profitable Africa. course that is the global diva Beyonce, the lady of the moment as usual with your love on top i think that's one of my favorite songs i'm not a beyonce fan by the way but i think there's just selective songs that i absolutely love thank you for staying with us you're still on africa business radio this is brands of african today we're talking comparative advertising if you've missed the show remember you can catch the podcast on africabusinessradio.com and, ju- and now we're going to be talking to our one of our favorite entrepreneurs because i've got a sweet tooth okay and this guy calls himself the cake whisperer his name is simpiwa zondi thank you so much for joining us simpiwa how are you this morning uh, good morning, everyone. How are you doing this morning? I'm great. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Sorry, did we wake you up too early today? Uh, not at all. I've been up since uh, 6 o'clock this morning baking, so yeah. <laughs> oh, before we even Simply go any further. Way, really? <laughs> Were you baking and not, you didn't even, you know, like send cakes our way for breakfast, you know? No, that was me just joking with you, saying that you've been busy baking, but you didn't even, you know, send cakes our way to wake us up this morning. Mm. Hello, can you hear mm. us? Uh, not really. Do you mind just moving around? Look like, looks like your network is not trying to, you know, cooperate with us. It's, it's trying to disappoint us. Anyway, Simpiwe, so do you want to tell us more about your business? What is your business about? When did it start and why? Um, it's... It's called Sweet Harmony Confectionery. Uh, it started when I was, uh, well, it started when I was very young, but I registered last year. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've been baking, doing uh, so forth. Uh, I do alcoholic and non-alcoholic desserts, mm-hmm. as, well as, um, <laughs> <laughs> as well as cakes uh, with alcohol, with, with alcohol filling such as Amarula, Jameson, uh, but my classic... Um, Butternut cake, I've got uh, uh, Jameson cheesecake mm. and so forth. Uh, yeah. I, I, I bet you the, the alcoholic cakes are the winner, isn't it? Like mm. people love those, I'm sure. Definitely. <laughs> Especially for the for the 21st parties and so forth, yes. Because really? <laughs> they're trying to get the key, <laughs> yeah. you know, the key to freedom. 
yeah, definitely. So yeah, they they sell very well. And how how have you been doing ever since you registered? How's business going? Business is going very good at the moment. I'm just um, trying to get more clients. I'm mm. trying to build capital and so mm. forth. So yes, and and also uh, it's been a real challenge coming out with new mm. recipes. Uh, yes, because it's a lot of competition. So yeah. mm. I need to I need to make sure that I stand out, mm. come up mm. with something new to work people. Mean, you know. But I mean, looking at your page, I've got your, mm. your, your Instagram page. And by the way, you can find Simpiwa Zondi on Instagram. It's Simpiwa Zondi. Um, I mean, your creativity is, is absolutely impeccable. The way you do cakes, you know, I mean, I'm looking at one that is a 21st birthday cake with the microphone on top. And there's one for a graduation party. Imagine, how do you get the inspiration? Where do you get it from? Uh I think it just naturally comes. I think it's just a natural gift. Mm. Um, I remember doing a cake for a 21st. Um, I'm, I'm not sure if you can find it on my Instagram page, mm-hmm. Pink and White, with just a bunch of cream. It's got roses and everything. So the customer came and she said, my color scheme is pink and white. And that's all that she told me. Really? Little, yeah. And I had like stripes on the cake. And little did I know that her, that her setting her and her tablecloth would have pink and white stripes as well. So it's just all blended all nicely so mm. it's really great so it just it just naturally comes you, you know i just go with the flow once i'm in the kitchen and i'm in my zone it just comes to me <laughs> wow that's a, a creative genius mind you know I when know. your creative juices flow nothing's going to pull you back now talking about the competition i hear you say there's so much competition these days and everyone is baking everyone is creative how do you how do you not distinguish yourself within this space, and what are some of the marketing strategies besides uh, Instagram have you tried using to make your name known out there? Um, I try a lot. Uh, I try using Facebook a lot. I've I've created a uh, Facebook page. It's called Sweet Harmony Confectionery. Uh-huh. Um, yes, you you can find it on Facebook, and I I also try and interact with customers personally. For instance. Um, I go to school because you know they have kids there. They have mm. a lot of parties. I would go to churches and so forth. I'd go out to events and market myself, talk to people, communicate, build build relationships with people, and so forth. I think for me that works best. Uh, being in contact with a person, mm. not just via social media. Social media. Seeing, mm. Yes, but but actually seeing the person face to face and talking to them and yeah so you would say a lot of a lot of word of mouth like people referring people to you and that sort of thing that's fantastic so so tell me one last question for my side where do people get a hold of you you've mentioned facebook you've mentioned instagram how else do we get a hold of you for orders and 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 sort of any creative genius that you can give to people so to get hold of me, um, you can they can send me an email. It's simpue uh-huh. at sweetharmony.co.za uh-huh. or through my uh, contact number, which is 072-074-1673. Uh-huh. Simpue, yes. where are you based? I'm based in Sunny Hill. Stunning. So people can yes. actually come and meet with you and give you a brief and you'll just, you know, produce Definitely, something stunning. Yes. Sorry, Simpia, do, do you have yes. a, a physical shop in Sunning Hill or are you working straight out of your kitchen? I'm working straight out of my kitchen at the moment, but hopefully uh, in months to come, I, mm. I, I can have my own shop there. Okay. I hope so too because I'll tell you what I have a sweet tooth and I'm always struggling to find a decent cake place and I think a gourmet cake that I can go eat you know and have a cup of tea with it or coffee tea. is absolutely fantastic so open that shop we'll be there to support you Awesome, great, thank you so much Oh and before you go we'll be expecting a delivery of your fantastic cake <laughs> very soon Please, we need a sample to share with our people very soon. <laughs> Thank you so much Simpiwe We really do wish you the best with your business and we will, we'll be getting the word out there for you so that you know we really do support black excellence and I think this is fantastic I've had the pleasure of tasting your work and it's fantastic We really do wish you the best 
Thank you so much. I really appreciate you guys having me. Great Thank stuff. You. Have I a great one. Bye, Simpiwe. And that was Simpiwe Zondi, a man who calls himself the Cake Whisperer. Remember, you can get in touch with him on 072-074-1799. And his email is simpiwe at sweetharmony.co.za. And you can find him on the various social media platforms. Just look for Sweet Harmony Confectionery or Simpiwe Zondi. Please, please, let's support Black Excellence. His cakes are fantastic. I know, right? And that is us wrapping up the show. Uh, comparative advertising, and we took you through some of the cheeky, you know, strategies that mm. brand used to get their names out there and to prove that they're actually better than their competitors. And this is us signing out as usual. It's It's been amazing, and we love it. And I want to leave you with one marketing quote that I love. Mm. It says, if it doesn't feel like, if it's not, Sorry, I forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sis. The best marketing doesn't feel like marketing. No, it doesn't. Absolutely. Let's see you next week, guys. It's been a pleasure as always. This is Africa Business Radio, your number one online digital business radio station in Africa. Tune into ABR on www.africabusinessradio.com. Follow us on Twitter at Africa Biz Radio and on Facebook, Africa Business Radio. We'd love to hear your thoughts, comments, and views, and you can do so by sending us an email on info at africabusinessradio.com. Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa.